I can't believe I'm recording this right now. This is episode 100 of the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles. Can you believe that there are 100 episodes of this podcast floating around the ethers because I cannot believe we have gotten to this point, everybody. Thank you so much to all of you who have listened to the episodes. If you've taken the time to be a guest on the show, if you have followed and engaged on social media, if you've jumped on our newsletter, all of those things support the show so much. And I am really grateful for all the experiences I've been able to have through networking for the show, being able to meet so many of you and interact with you on social media. And I have big plans for the future. I hope you are continuing to feel inspired from the show and are looking forward to more ways to connect, to learn, to grow, uh, and to be supported. I, I really look forward to creating more avenues and ways to support you, the listener, um, through the show. So thank you so much for helping the show get to this point. Um, 100 episodes. I can't believe there are 100 episodes that have been put together for this show. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything else to say other than um, to express my gratitude one more time and to let you know that um, today you're going to hear Where Are They Now updates from Dr. Petra Kern, Haley Francis Can, J.C. Voorhees, Bonnie haupt Sinard, Dr. Anita Swanson, Shelley Anderson, Chris Millett, Janet Harrington, Kat Fulton, Stephanie Lovell, and Kate Shannon. I am so grateful that each of these past guests submitted a recording of their own update for this episode. Uh, I thought this would be a really cool idea just to look back at all the awesome conversations we've had and everything that has changed since then. Um, it's definitely interesting to think back and listen back to some of the old episodes and just see how much I've grown um, to have been able to watch many of these people in their journeys and to know that, hey, in another hundred episodes, things are going to be so different as well. So if you are ready <laughs> for another hundred episodes, that's a big goal to achieve, but I think we can get there. If you're ready for that, then please subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of these awesome conversations. Follow us on social media if you haven't already. Let me know what you want to see moving forward in the triple digits for these episodes. Um, I would love to hear from you over there. Let me know what some of your favorite episodes have been. There are plenty to choose from. Um, hop on our newsletter at mmusictherapychronicles.com and um, if you're joining the newsletter, you'll get access to an exclusive self-care episode. And 
If you haven't checked out the Music Therapy Podcast Collective yet, please do that because we have some awesome pod courses already available for you and more coming in the future. We're collaborating with more Music Therapy Podcasters to provide you listeners more opportunities to get CMTEs for listening to podcasts. I recently saw a question about this in Music Therapists Unite, someone saying, hey, can I get CMTEs for listening to podcasts? And the answer is, yeah, you totally can. And, you know, it doesn't have to be through MTPC or Music Therapy Podcast Collective, but we're trying to make it as streamlined and effective for you as possible. So each of those courses includes a listen section, a learn section, and an apply section. The listen section is pretty self-explanatory. You'll have some episodes that we've um, synthesized together on similar topics and into this course, so you'll listen to those. The learn section, um, I should say that the course comes with a workbook, so the learn section will be the place in the workbook where there's more resources for you to dive deeper into the topics. There might be some reflective journaling, some experientials, those types of things where you can take the content you've learned while listening and find more information on it to dive deeper. And the wonderful thing about the way we have formatted these courses is um, it's it's a choose your own adventure way of learning. So if you heard a certain snippet of an episode and you're like, wow, I'd really like to learn more about that, but they didn't go into it uh, super detailed in the episode. Awesome. When you get to the learn portion of this course, you can take the time to learn about that thing. And then finally, the apply section is where you're going to create an action plan for how you're going to apply this new knowledge and you can attend or watch the office hour with the podcast guest where there will be more conversation about what everyone is learning, how they're applying it, and what their game plans are. So if that sounds like something you're interested in doing, chances are it is because you're already listening to podcasts. You're probably into learning new things and deepening your knowledge and your understanding. And if you want CMTEs for that, then please check out mtpodcastcollective.com. Get on that newsletter too. Um, And follow MT Podcast Collective on social media so that you can see all the awesome courses that are coming out, as well as some other initiatives we are excited um, to get underway here. So, oh, and a big portion of what we're doing there is um, donating a portion of all of our sales to music therapy scholarships and um, funds because... In creating this uh, format, Kate Shannon and I, when we started MTPC, we really wanted to put at the forefront the ability to give back and to support the music therapy community. Um, And so, yeah, this is checking out those courses is a great way to support the podcast so we can keep putting out free content. And it's also a great way to put money back into the music therapy community because uh, we are just excited to be able to donate to scholarships and music therapy funds. So that's enough rambling about that. It's one of those things I'm super excited about. Would not have been on my radar or even possible without this show. And again, 100 episodes, 100 episodes. I could not have imagined where things were going to head, um, you know, 50 episodes ago, never mind a whole 100. So who knows where we'll be in the next 100, but. For real this time, I'm going to stop rambling and let's get into these updates for Where Are They Now? 
Congratulations, Trisha, for releasing 100 Music Therapy Chronicle episodes. I'm Dr. Petra Kern, the Editor-in-Chief of the Imagine Magazine. In episode 66, contributing editor Dana Bolton and I introduced the 2020 issue of Imagine, which featured early childhood music therapy around the world. In January, we rolled out our call for papers for Imagine 2021, which will focus on early childhood music therapy telepractice, knowledge, experience, values. This issue will have an update of the Colors of Us 41 countries related to COVID-19 adaptive practices. We also interviewed music therapy and early childhood practitioners, including Rebecca Vitali, the Delaware Teacher of the Year, about her innovative teaching and keeping preschoolers engaged in virtual learning. We have contacted colleagues who offered online music therapy programs for families the last year and those who contributed children's songs to the AMTA COVID-19 Song Contest. Additionally, we have virtual conference reports focusing on latest trends in early childhood music therapy worldwide and a short masterclass on NICU music therapy during COVID-19. We are excited receiving a featured article from former ANTA president Amy Furman and her Minnesota team, words of wisdom from Dr. Annemekka Watson, and our own Dana Bolton will put together a research-based overview of telepractice in early childhood music therapy and related fields. Should you, the enthusiastic Music Therapy Chronicle listener, have a topic in mind, it is not too late to contribute to Imagine 2021. The deadline is April 15. We are also happy to be part of a future Music Therapy Chronicle episode to share what we have discovered and learned. Keep podcasting, Trisha. We love what you do. Hello everyone, my name is Haley Francis Can, and I was in episode 54 of the Music Therapy Chronicles with Trisha. How exciting that you are celebrating 100 episodes. First, I want to extend the biggest congratulations. The longevity of your podcast, Trisha, is just a testament of the value it has within our music therapy world podcasting I know takes a lot of energy and time and is often not a balanced uh, endeavor in terms of the amount of work you put in and the benefits that you reap but what an incredible platform you have created with Music Therapy Chronicles. Thank you for this vision and all of the goodness that you are putting out into this world. So where am I now? Uh, well, <laughs> when I first came onto the show, my book, Mandy's Mom, The Music Therapist, had just come out. My podcast, The Able Voice Podcast with Kimberly Dolan, had just been released. And, I mean, we can only hope to one day celebrate our 100th episode, as you are doing right now. Um, so that was in May of 2020. And the world had kind of flipped upside down due to the pandemic, but also with the Black Lives Matter movement. I was speaking out on my social media platforms and hearing from friends and colleagues in the creative therapies world that there weren't enough resources dedicated to work around cultural humility, diversity, and, you know, being an active ally within the therapy space. So that launched an additional focus for me to help develop and create resources for our community. 
So now I have my anti-oppressive practice resource that is available for free on my website at www.mtahaley.com. And my dear friend Priya Shah and I created that and collaborated on that together. I also offer group workshops around these topics for groups of therapists wanting to learn and grow in brave spaces together. I've seen tremendous groups of people coming out and having lovely ideas about how we can move this profession forward and how we can be hopeful and what we can do actively to get to that place where we are considering music therapy in general an anti-oppressive practice. Um, So that's been really exciting. Also, since my time on the show, I published my second book titled Mandy's Musical Mask. And that's just a sing-along book in response to the pandemic. And it's available online on my website as well as an ebook. My favorite part, I think, though, of having this particular project in the world is that every $2 from the purchase of the ebook will be donated to L'Arche in Canada, which is a community that works for the creation and growth of homes, programs, um, and support networks with people who have intellectual disabilities. It's a great organization to get behind and support, whether that's through a book purchase or just in general. It's a wonderful organization and they're doing such great work and they are great supporters of music therapy. I've also had several opportunities to collaborate with so many fantastic individuals and I look forward to future collaborations that come my way. There are, I'm sure, so many other things that I'm leaving out, but (laughs) I'm really grateful to not only have had the opportunity to come on the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast to share my story but to have also found another friend in you, Trisha. So congratulations again on your 100th episode. I cannot wait to listen to the next 100 episodes. Hi, this is JC from Music Therapy Mastermind. I got to talk to Trisha back, oh, in the summer, I guess, of 2020. Oh, 2020 was a whirlwind. <laughs> um, but back then with Music Therapy Mastermind, our main focus was on doing mastermind style courses for music therapists focused on business and clinical skills. Um, so where are we now? It feels like things have evolved a lot. Like it's amazing how much happens in six months. Um, Right now, our main focus with Music Therapy Mastermind is our group business coaching program and our mastermind groups for clinicians. And so both of these programs are not just for music therapists. Our group coaching program uh, has music therapists and occupational therapists and is open to really any kind of clinician who is running a business. So it's really cool because we get a lot of different kinds of insights from these different types of therapists and different sizes of business. Um, we meet every single week. And this, this is called Premium Business Mastermind at the moment is what we're doing with these group coaching. Um, we meet every week in a mastermind format and every group member 
talks about um, something that they're coming up against that week or that they need feedback on. And we talk about it as a group and everybody has these different insights and it's a really beautiful process. Um, so everybody comes away with some ideas on how to tackle some different things in their business. And then the first week of each month, we also do a business masterclass. So I'll teach on some kind of a business concept, whether that falls under the umbrella of finances or marketing or operations, uh, or even on mindset and personal development. And we look at how all of those things contribute to the business and uh, every, every member comes away with some really tactical hands-on things that they can apply right away. Um, so that's been our group coaching program. And then we are also, I'm super excited about this too, we're opening up our mastermind groups, our clinical mastermind groups. Um, so these are going to be called um, the Clinical Collective and each group will focus on a different population. And so we're hoping to bring in um, clinicians of all types. So we're gonna start with a special needs clinical collective. So music therapists, OTs, uh, speech therapists, maybe rec therapists, or anybody who works with special needs populations will um, be invited to be in on these mastermind sessions. And we will work together as a group to address different needs that come up. So uh, people can submit questions on maybe something that happened with a client. How would you guys have handled this situation? Or um, you know, ideas on how to address certain needs or goal areas. And we can hear from different types of therapies and different therapists what they would do in certain situations. Um, and so that's where that mastermind component comes in. Not one person has all of the answers but as a group, we can really generate a lot of magic and, um, and have a huge impact on our clients and on our um, you know, decreasing burnout through these masterminds. So I'm really, really excited to get these rolling, to bring a wide variety of clinicians together and to, to support each other in the work that we do. Uh, in serving our clients. So that's where we are now with Music Therapy Mastermind. And I am excited to see how things continue to evolve. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Hi, Trisha. Congratulations on 100 episodes. So exciting and awesome, incredible feat of coming out with over a hundred conversations with music therapists. How cool is that? Thanks for letting me be a part of the celebration. So my update is my interview was right before the pandemic, January 2019. So lots has changed since that initial interview that we had, but I'm still providing adaptive lessons like I discussed in my episode and um, they're just all virtual at the moment and hopefully I'll move back to in person sometime this year but you know I've been doing having voice students ukulele students piano guitar and continuing with those adaptive lessons during this time and my business has also been able to innovate during the pandemic providing online music therapy online lessons group sessions such as online bucket drumming I actually started my own podcast which was something that we uh, talked about in my episode at the end I was like maybe I'll start a podcast well I did it's called navigating adulthood and ADD yeah, and those are kind of my updates from a year ago. I'm so happy to be a part of this profession and to have been a part of Music Therapy Chronicles and see where it continues to go the next 100 episodes. So congratulations again and happy 100 episodes. Mm -hmm.
Hello, fellow music therapists. I'm Dr. Anita Swanson, talking to you from sunny Austin, Texas. I continue to serve children who are affected by parental incarceration, homelessness, and family deportation, as well as persons in hospice care. I also work at the University of Texas at Austin in assistive technology, serving my fellow Texans. I'm currently the president of the World Federation of Music Therapy, and I'd love for you to reach out and connect with us at www.wfmt.info. Take care. I'm excited to give y'all an update since I last spoke on here about my business notes to live by. I am still doing monthly emails, sending out sign sheets and videos with that so that people can use those signs in their sessions and just learn slowly at their own pace, which I really enjoy. Um, I'm always looking for ideas, so if anybody is ever wanting to um, have something specific or a category they're thinking of or just an idea in general, I'm always open to that. Feel free to reach out to me, email, social media, whatever works best for you. I'm pretty easily reached. I am doing Pinterest consultations still. Pinterest has actually changed their algorithm in the last couple months here. So I've been doing some research into that, seeing what their new algorithm wants. Um, they're still really a visual search engine. So they're really valuing the pictures and the videos based um, more so than some of the other aspects of Pinterest. So that's been exciting to learn about. And then I'm super excited to share with y'all that I'm now offering ASL in-services. This is something I have thought about and finally launched. I um, just really love teaching ASL and allowing people to learn to communicate basic needs with the people that they work with. So... It's usually a two-hour presentation, can be longer or shorter depending on what the business needs, but it's typically two hours, and I sit down with the owner of the business and talk through what things they think would be valuable to learn, what is their business all about. I'll give ideas on what I think would be helpful as well, and then I present to the group. Um, they have time for practice and questions, of course, and it's just a whole lot of fun. Um, so this can be like literally any business. I'm working with a camp here in Indiana soon that they're going to have all of their counselors trained in just basic ASL so that they can communicate well with those who utilize it. Um, thinking about just kind of reaching out and starting to promo that a little bit more here on Instagram soon. So y'all should be seeing that coming. Um, but otherwise, yeah, just things are going well. Um, have loved um, talking with y'all and just getting to know some more of our Instagram community. Thanks.
Hey, Trisha and the Chronicles crew. This is Chris Millett from, oh, man, whatever episode that was. It was before the pandemic, so like 20 years ago. And um, I think I hadn't even watched Make More Music yet uh, at that time. And I've been up to a lot since then. We're 40-some-odd episodes into season three and uh, been able to do some cool work with some sponsors. So definitely if some music therapists want to check out some cool uh, companies more on the music gear side, they should look into that. Uh, my clinic, we've been doing good, treading water in the pandemic, doing a lot of different things. And uh, we actually have a podcast coming out soon. It's uh, called going to be called the Music Therapy Variety Show in uh, that classic, like, 1970s Muppet Show, Johnny Cash Show, Variety Hour type thing, just to have fun and uh, leave a lot of space to do all kinds of different random things because that's how my brain works. But um, other than that, yeah, all of us music therapy podcasters have been just, like, powwowing all the time. I'm super pumped about the podcast collective, and I'm hopeful that, I can hopefully be a part of it soon. Um, thanks to all the listeners, and reach out if you need anything from me. But Chronicles crew, y'all are a good crew. Take care. Bye. My name is Janet Harrington, and I was on this podcast about two years ago, and I was in a really good spot in my career when I last shared with you guys, Um, and I think similarly, you're going to hear in a lot of these Where Are They Now segments, um, other people's career wins and highlights, and I think the best thing that we can do for our profession is to also share our setbacks. so here are some brutal truths um, in where I am now. In December of 2019, I had a mild traumatic brain injury. And mild just doesn't seem fitting. Um, because I went through physical therapy and speech therapy for myself. And I took about three months off from being a music therapist. And then... In March of 2020, I was just transitioning back to seeing a few clients, and then COVID really hit my state and things shut down. So then I transitioned again to telehealth. Um, That was not easy for a lot of people, and I certainly didn't feel it was easy balancing telehealth and a new short-term disability. Um, So then I end up burnt out, and... I am still probably burnt out and still practicing as a music therapist. Um, And that is hard to tell you guys, but I think it's important. Um, So that is my most recent chapter of life and where I am now. I do have plans to take a sabbatical and reflect and maybe pivot. And that is my next chapter. So thanks. Bye. Thank you. 
Hello, this is Kat Fulton from episode Single Digits. I think I was one of the first guests you had, Trisha, and it was so fun to be a guest on your podcast. Thank you. I'm honored um, that you got in touch with me and invited me on the show. Your podcast is so enriching and it really helps to connect the dots within this field, this amazing field of music therapy. Um, so thank you for having me as a guest on your show forever ago. I believe I was very pregnant when I was on your show over a year ago. And so here I am now. What has happened? I've had a baby for the first time in my life ever. So now I'm a mom. Before I was not a mom. I was only a cat mom before. Now I'm a cat and a human mom. And also, um, so much has changed. So much has changed. We moved our family from California to Arizona because we realized that you can get double the house for half the money in Arizona compared to California. We are literally paying only $100 more for our mortgage here as we did in San Diego in our little 1,000 square foot apartment versus 2,500 square foot house. And it's much easier to have a house when you have a baby. I'm, I've learned that um, and have lots of carpeted areas where she can crawl around and fall down and not get too hurt. Um, so I'm learning a lot. Um, I think being a mother is uh, probably the biggest humility check that I've ever had in my life. Um, I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but definitely I'm learning every day. She teaches me, our daughter teaches me uh, so much uh, about life lessons. Um, so I'm really grateful to have a baby. It's fun. It's fun and it's hard. Um, so that's where I am personally. And uh, we are a still a single income family um, and my husband is a stay at home dad and he is amazing. He takes her, he's, we're going to start swim classes and we're going to start, um, gymboree play classes and all sorts of, you know, music and everything. It's, it's wonderful. I feel very blessed and very lucky. Um, yeah. So on the professional side, um, I think I shared my story about how I got started. And so what we've done in the past year is more of the same. 2020 was actually the best year that Music Therapy Ed has ever had. Um, and for that, I am I feel very blessed and very lucky and so thankful. Um, uh, we, Our mission is to help music therapists stand as leaders in healthcare. And I know everybody knows that because I call music therapists leaders in healthcare. And let me just dig into a little bit of more about what that means. I think that the world will continue to be a better place if more music therapists are willing to become book authors, trainers, workshop leaders, um, teachers of others, to empower others, to utilize some of the, the wonderful tools and strategies that we use. Um, I am of the expansive mindset in our field where I, I would love to see more, um, of MTA and music therapists in our field in general, um, collaborate with people outside of our field so that we do become more recognized and acknowledged. Um, we've already come so far. So that's one thing I want to put out there. I mean, 10 years ago, psh, raise, ask, raise, raise of hands in a group of hundred people who knows what music therapy is you would not get the response that you get these days. So 
that, you know, our, I think our field is doing really well as far as recognition and acknowledgement. There's always room to grow, definitely, and there are huge gaps and huge issues. Um, but where we were 10 years ago, when uh, I was just a five-year-old baby, is amazing. Um, so anyway, so going back to our mission, we want to help music therapists feel confident when they're about to walk up to the... CEO or the executive committee of a hospital, shake some hands and talk about their program. How are you going to get a buy-in? What words are you going to use? What stories are you going to use? How are you going to position yourself um, as the go-to, as an authority uh, in this, you know, a subject matter expert, okay? And so this goes all the way from, you know, what kind of words are you going to use to like, what kind of communications are you going to set up and how are you going to uh, develop this program so that it has legs to stand on? So we're interested in helping music therapists develop programs. We're also interested in helping music therapists build businesses and expand businesses. We're also interested in helping music therapists with their clinical skills Um, And so some of the most recent courses that we've released have included Latin American Music by Natalia Palis. She is LA-based. She recently moved to ATL, LA to ATL to Atlanta. And um, she is a Colombian music therapist. She was amazing teaching this course. I highly recommend this course if you're looking for some Spanish phrases to use with Spanish-speaking clients as well as um, understanding some some really important cultural context when you're working with clients who are from Latin America or South America. Um, So she does cover some South America as well. So that's a wonderful course. Uh, We also had a course release, which was incredible. This is the last one I'll mention, but I get so excited about our courses because they're very, very high quality, Um, especially in this past year. We have changed them all from uh, just recording, uh, just, you know, watching the recording to actually um, interacting and engaging with the instructor in live, um, in a live video. You can also purchase recordings, of course, so those are available, but at the same time, you know, the engagement with a live audience, a live room of participants is really phenomenal. So the course we had before uh, the Latin American course is was called uh, vocal vocal improvisation and drumming. That was by Christine Stevens and Kate Richards Geller. And Kate Richards Geller is like this Bobby McFerrin protege, um, and she is yeah. The the course was really good for self care. Uh, and also for um, picking up any good ideas on how to use Zoom in a very creative way to create a sense of belonging for your participants who are on Zoom. Even if you're working with people one-on-one, the tips and tricks and strategies that they share on how to make the most out of this technology is um, unmatched. I have not seen someone used Zoom so creatively as they did. So anyway, courses are what we do. The course before that was on teens with Summer Lal, who is this LA-based music therapist um, working with youth. She is phenomenal. She told me, you know, basically her clients, I, I said, oh, do you do you go to TikTok for some of the current music for, for teens these days? She's like, Kat, my clients are TikTok. My clients are the ones who have the 25 million followers on TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. So the way she teaches this course is so organized and understandable. She also incorporates heart math. And then we had an IEP course before that. Anyway, so I could go on and on about our courses and how how honored I am to be able to host 
these leaders within our field to help others. Um, so connecting music therapists with other music therapists is a huge thing of what we do. Once you become a VIP member, then you get on the phone with me and then I'm able to connect you with people, provide you with templates, scripts, or whatever you might need in order to move from point A to point B in your professional development. So it's helping music therapists stand as leaders in healthcare is still at the heart of our mission and who we are. Um, we love doing it. Our whole team is so married to our mission. Um, and so, yeah, we would love for you to be, come be part of our world, if nothing else, and join our email list so that you can keep track of, uh, what's, what's new and what's happening. But that is a little bit about me, where I was and where I am now. So thanks for tuning in and thanks again for having me, Trisha. It's been an honor. Take care. Hi, Trisha. It's Stephanie Level from Music for Kiddos, and I just wanted to tell you congratulations on 100 podcast episodes. I have a little bit of an idea of how much time goes into each of those episodes, and I just want to thank you for sharing that with the world because you are doing amazing and incredible work. And I also wanted to congratulate you on the um, MTPC, the Podcast Collective, the way that music therapists can get CMTE credits through listening to podcasts. I genuinely think that that is like one of the best ideas I have heard in a very, very long time. And it's, you know, the way of the future, I think, listening to podcasts to get CMTE credit. So anyway, congratulations on all of the work that you're doing. And then that also that project with Kate Shannon, super, super cool. And you asked us for updates. So here's a quick little update. It's so amazing to think of what has happened even in I think we talked maybe 18 months ago but even what has happened in the last 12 months is is somewhat incredible our family actually moved across the country we were living in Indiana and at the beginning of the pandemic we found ourselves suddenly with no school which I was working at my daughter's school my daughter's school shut down so my job shut down also and then um, my husband was getting his PhD at Purdue and all of his in-person stuff shut down too so we literally just hopped in the car and drove home uh, without saying goodbye without anything because we couldn't see anybody so we just we just drove home earlier than expected many many months earlier than expected and um, when we got to our hometown Boise Idaho all of a sudden um, there was a big need for online resources and you know different things like that so my my online business music for kiddos really expanded and grew during the pandemic simply offering you know telehealth resources and support to music therapists and music educators who were facing something new that they had never done before so we did an incredible course with uh, Carrie Devlin she did a telehealth course then we did an online conference that had over 400 attendees um, it was like headlined by Dan Zanes and Claudia Azalea and Claudia is a music therapist. And then we had a bunch of other amazing presenters in that conference too. And honestly, it was just like exactly what I felt like I needed. And the feedback I got was that, you know, something that really, really supported other people too in such a challenging time. And so we we're actually making that an annual event. And I'm so excited about the 2021 symposium. 
But anyway, um, so we did the courses and we did the symposium. I started a podcast and just kind of everything expanded um, because there was so much at home and my job really changed. And so here we are a year later and I don't know, it feels like a whirlwind and a roller coaster and, you know, there's good mixed in and hard mixed in and challenging mixed in and, and great mixed in and, and it's, it's not even close to what I could have possibly imagined in my mind, you know, but I'm grateful and here we are and, you know, everybody's healthy and my job and my work looks so different, but it's full of joy and full of community and full of support. And I'm very, very grateful. So uh, moving forward, I'm just looking forward to more connections with people, more connections with students and interns and um, bringing more people's work to the forefront, the incredible work that a lot of other people are doing and um, sharing it with everybody through courses and continuing education and our symposium. So I hope that's, (laughs) I hope that's the kind of update that you wanted. It's been a busy year over here. And again, I'm just so happy for you and your 100 episodes and your podcast that has just been such a huge success and has inspired lots of people to start podcasts. And I would say that I am in that boat too. Um, You know, I have a kid kid-based podcast we talk about children's resources specifically and um anyway so thanks a lot trisha i hope that you have a wonderful spring hello This is Kate Shannon uh, sending in my update from where I am now as compared to, wow, uh, September of 2019, I believe, was when I was on Trisha's episode of Music Therapy Chronicles. It was episode number 20, and I talked a lot about play therapy, and uh, I feel like this time is solidified in my mind because... Um, Trisha and I actually did a dual release of episodes. I released an episode with Trisha the same time she released my episode um, when I was on her show. Um, and that was because I had just launched Creative Therapy Umbrella. I think it was actually still called Music Therapy Umbrella. So uh, um, my podcast is Creative Therapy Umbrella. And in September of 2019, uh, it was just a podcast and with lots of dreams on on the back end. One of the biggest dreams was just having a space for creative arts therapists to come together to connect and share our uh, knowledge, approach, ideas about creativity. Um, And so that's Uh, definitely what we've done and it's continued to move and change into new things Um, and so have I in really cool ways so in September of 2019 um, I was working as a music therapist in a really awesome job in Denver Colorado uh, working in a lot of palliative care and working with children with disabilities and I absolutely loved loved that work and hold like a very special place in my heart for that work but since then Um, I am now, fast forward to 2021, uh, my family and I picked up and moved to Maine, um, 
and I am now doing private practice. I also now have my license as a clinical professional counselor. Um, so I am doing some traditional counseling and weaving in music therapy approaches within my counseling work, which has been amazing. It allows me to draw on other uh, modalities like play therapy. Um, I've done a lot of, a lot more play therapy training, expressive arts therapy training, trauma training since then. I'm really passionate about those areas. Um, so, uh, I'm now doing that in private practice, working with adults, teens, kids, um, and doing that same kind of work, very creative arts based work. Um, and creative therapy umbrella has just grown from a tiny little seedling into this very big idea to uh, something I never thought either, um, it uh, started as a podcast, and now uh, in Creative Therapy Umbrella, we've made courses. Uh, we have a community where if you are interested in learning about um, mental health, if you're a music therapist and you're interested in learning about mental health and how to support kids um, with mental wellness, not necessarily mental health like psychiatric care, but how can we support the mental wellness of every single child that we work with, um, learning counseling skills and art, bringing art art, music, dance, drama, all of that stuff, um, more creative modalities into our work. That's what the community is all about. Um, and we've got some exciting things in the future, too. One of my biggest goals was to create a kind of like a big learning event that had different creative arts therapies coming together, speaking on some of this stuff. So that that's in our future. And it was actually, that was the first thing I wanted to do, but ended up being one of probably one of the much later things. And as you all know, uh, throughout this time, you know, that first episode, Trisha and I, that was the first time we ever really talked and met. Um, and now we are very good friends. We talk so often, weekly, if not daily, because we're constantly Marco Poloing each other as well, because we also have created MTPC, which is a music therapy podcast collective where you can earn CMTEs for listening to these podcast episodes. <laughs> Which is so exciting, and I, I'm still um, beside myself in how much people are enjoying it, and I've always, just always wondered why can't I get CMTEs for listening to these these shows that I'm learning so much from and driving for, you know, I did a lot of driving um, in my early music therapy career and um, throughout my music therapy career. And it's really nice to be able to create that and then offer it to people now and people are really enjoying it. So that has been really, really exciting and really, really wonderful that I get to do that with someone as awesome as Trisha. So uh, that is kind of where I am now. I think I hit on all the major things. Um, big move. Uh, Creative Therapy Umbrella has just blossomed into this whole thing. We've started MTPC. Um, I went from working at an agency to doing private practice in Portland, Maine. Um, and I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, some things that have stayed the same. My cat is still right here. She's sitting right next to me as I record this. Um, and that's pretty much her place. And that's pretty much she hasn't changed in that way. Um, I am surprised that you haven't heard Mika bark yet because she does like to do that. And so she's pretty much the same and and done her, you know, gotten a little bit older. I think she might have been a puppy back then. Um, but 
uh, yeah, so things are pretty much the same here in pet realm and big move. Uh, lots of fun things, and I am really, really happy at where where I am and where things are. So thanks for letting me catch up with you. I hope you enjoyed hearing the voices of these awesome music therapists again. Many of them you probably follow along with online yourself, so maybe these are things you already know, but if not, maybe this is the first time you've heard their voice since their episode, and it's cool to just see what they've been up to. And if you haven't heard any of these people's episodes, um, they'll be linked in the show notes. Definitely check them out, as well as the 99-plus other episodes that are also available Um There have been a few releases that have gone unnumbered for various reasons. So yeah, check out all of the awesome content um, from Music Therapy Chronicles. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and any before, any after. If you're new to the show, welcome. Um, As always, please find us online, find us on social media, join our newsletter, consider joining our Patreon, um, check out MTPC, all the good stuff. And I'm not going to leave you with a quote today. I'm just going to leave you with my immense gratitude and my thanks. So thank you. Thank you so much. Mm